This is Flag Theory. Founded on the idea that every flag has a story. Thanks for tuning in this week. This is the very, very first episode of Flag Theory. I'm your host, John Meredith. This podcast is going to have bi-weekly discussions about history, design, and influence of different flags from all over the world. Thanks for joining me this week on my journey to learn and share that every flag has a story. Every episode, we're going to analyze a flag as a case study, alternating between state, country, and city and organizational flags. Today, I'm going to introduce you to my goals for this podcast, as well as some important background information on why you should care about flags. I also want you to be able to get to know me as I share my passion for them. I've developed an interest in flag design in the last couple of years, and during that time, I've become a member of NAVA, the North American Vexillological Association. I've also worked on a redesign of the Utah State flag, which we're going to talk about in a later episode. But most importantly, I'm starting my very own podcast just about flags, and I can't be more excited. I don't claim to be an expert, but I do want to share my passion and try to get people thinking more and more about flags. And that gets me to the most important question of this episode. Why should you care about flags? First off, if you say that you don't care about flags, you haven't really thought about flags. Even though they're pretty much just a piece of dyed fabric, what they stand for is far more complex than that. Flags represent the fabric of our society. The only tangible thing of our nationality hangs from literal threads. I guarantee that you know and care more about flag code and protocol than you may think. Flags are used to unite groups of people, and in this day and age, it is more important than ever for that. Whether you are an experienced vexillologist, or more likely one of my friends who has never given a second thought to flags, there is always something to be learned by appreciating the little things in life. Bringing together flags in a podcast is perfect, since everyone already knows what flags are, but they haven't looked deeper into the history and design of them. This podcast is the perfect marriage between common knowledge and unknown commonalities. The Latin word for flag is vexillum, which is why the study of flags is called vexillology. That's spelled V-E-X-I-L-L-O-L-O-G-Y. But who exactly made the rules for designing flags? Starting off with design, the go-to resource regarding flag design can be found inside Ted Kay's 16-page book, Good Flag, Bad Flag, which comes as a gift if you register as a member of NAVA. But the five principles of flag design when applied will produce a strong flag for your family, organization, city, or even country. Keep in mind when working with these principles that there's always going to be exceptions. There are good flags that break some of the rules and there are bad flags that follow the rules. So they aren't really rules, but more guidelines. The five rules are as follows. Starting off with number one, keep it simple. The flag should be so simple that a child can draw it from memory. Flags should be designed to be viewed 20 or more feet in the air flapping in the wind. In planning shapes and colors, less will always be more. You're going to need to find the balance between detail and simplicity, and trust me, it's a fine line. Rule number two, use meaningful symbolism. The flag's images, colors, and patterns should relate to what it symbolizes. This is where the magic comes in. The symbolism transforms some shapes and colors into a beautiful idea. Keep in mind that the images, shapes, and patterns should be adaptable to fit wherever you want to place them. A flag is more than just a flag. It provides the people with a symbol to rally around. Number three, use two or three basic colors. 
limit the number of colors on the flag to three, which contrast well and come from the standard color set, red, white, blue, yellow, green, and black. This rule is considered to be the most lenient. There are many good flags that have more than three colors. And fun fact, South Africa uses all six. Rule number four, no lettering or seals. Never use writing of any kind or an organization seal. I'm sorry to tell you this, but once you see it, you can't unsee it. 33 out of 50 of the US state flags consist of the state seal centered on a solid, often blue background. This rule seems to be the trickiest for state legislatures to understand, but seals don't go with flags. They don't mix. Because if you put a seal on a flag, it breaks all five rules of flag design in one foul swoop. And I'm begging you, if you're listening to this and you ever have to design a flag for anything in your life, don't put words on it, please. Check out our Instagram at flag3podcast to see the United States flag reimagined in the same way as those 33 states, which hopefully can get you thinking about the potential of what those state flags could become if they were designed better. Rule number five, be distinctive or be related. Avoid duplicating other flags, but use similarities to show connections. So you want your flag to be specific to your area or region. Similarities are good as seen in Australia and New Zealand's flag, which contains the Union Jack in the upper left hand corner known as the Canton, which is coincidentally our vexillology word of the day. The Canton is a subdivision of a flag in the upper left hand corner. A Canton is different from the rest of the flag. Another example of a Canton that you may know of is the stars portion of the flag of the United States. These five principles of flag design, if you've already forgot, are that your flag should be simple, it should be meaningful, it should only use two to three colors, it shouldn't have any letters, and it should be unique. I challenge you next time that you see a flag out in the wild to double check to see if it follows or breaks these rules. Since flags seem like such an obscure topic, you may be asking yourself, why does John care so much about them? And we'll get right into that after this short break. In 2015, Roman Mars gave a TED Talk, introducing me and four and a half million other viewers to the often overlooked world of flag design. And if you haven't checked out his podcast, 99% Invisible, I highly recommend it. In that TED Talk, he touches on the five rules of flag design and evaluates the importance behind a well-designed flag. This led me to, as I mentioned before, to join NAVA, as well as do a semester-long research project just about flags while I was in high school. From there, the rest is history. After watching that Roman Mars TED Talk, if you are still hungry for informational flag videos, which I bet you are, or you're wondering why flags are such a big deal, I also recommend watching How Flags Unite and Divide Us by Michael Green. And if you've watched both of those TED Talks right after this episode and are still not entirely convinced on why you should care about flags, I'm afraid this show may not be for you. Every flag has a story. Flags allow people to tap into something bigger. In wartime, flags lead soldiers into battle and accompany them into their graves in peacetime. Flags can be a source of honor and pride for history as well as of shame and guilt. Flags can be controversial and draw debates about exactly who and what they represent and support. A flag is much, much more than a piece of fabric. 
Understanding the history and design of flags is crucial to beginning to understand how they can represent each and every one of us personally. This podcast is going to dive into the history of flags, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But my goal is to make people think twice next time they see a flag out in the wild. There are 197 countries, 55 United States territories, and hundreds more city, organizational, and historical flags. Every flag has a story, and this podcast is here to share them all. I'm John Meredith. Thanks for joining me this week on Flag Theory. Thanks for listening to the very first episode of Flag Theory. To contact me with questions, comments, or suggestions for future flag episodes, please contact the show on Instagram at Flag Theory Podcast or email flagtheorypodcast at gmail.com. Special thanks this week to Wesley Quinton, Brady Knutson, and the rest of Van Brunt's junior English class. You guys are the OG flag enthusiasts. And to our co-producer for this show, Sarah Meredith. The next episode will be the first case study episode of this podcast. We are going to be examining the state flag of Maryland. Can't wait to see you then.